Hey. <laughs> hey, y'all. Dude, I don't know what's going on. It's just like super loud. I'm like sitting here trying to turn my headset down the entire time. Hey, everybody's nailed the dash of the gentleman. <laughs> hey, with me, I have Frank. Say hi, Frank. Hi. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was muted the whole time. Professionalism. <laughs> yeah, but just think about how cool it was. You got an intro twice. Yeah. I mean, I didn't play the music a second time, which I might. Thinking about so. it. Definitely don't. You don't know. You, you didn't. Hear, you Definitely didn't even don't. hear it. Definitely don't. Tonight, we are gonna talk about cultural appropriation. Tell them what that means, Frank. <clears throat> so, like the general gist of it is that you get say something like from Native American culture, like a headdress. And then somebody not Native American wears it. The end. <laughs> so people are getting really mad about other races wearing their races' stuff. Is that correct? Yeah, actually, that's pretty much it. That's the that's the general gist of it right now. So aren't we supposed to be like, as a country anyway, it's like intermingling and sharing our cultures and stuff? That's the thing I don't get about cultural appropriation from an American standpoint, because uh, as Americans, that's very difficult to conceptualize, given that we, we as a culture, our culture is multiculture, right? Because that was the whole idea of America, like a whole bunch of people seeking freedom to, of expression, et cetera, to, from, free from persecution. So then you have all these different cultures all commingling together, and then they all have their own things. So America doesn't really have a doesn't really have like our own centralized cultural upbringing. We have everybody else's. Well, that's very true. I mean, we did uh, we did put um, the Native Americans in their little little uh, little reservations. I right. mean, I, I mean, totally fucked up. But we just kind of like took over. And said, no, we'll give you this much land. But I mean, but even so, like, so like our, our culture was English. Yes. So like we are still English. So like we, we came over from England to be English here in America. So then we really still, if, if we went, but then by the context of America now being its own exclusive sovereign nation, and then uh, we have like our own dialect, our own, yeah, I'll say dialect, our own dialect of English. So then, therefore, like we're, we're on our own culture at this point, but we have no, we have no cultural uh, attire. Like the closest it would be would be something like, probably like uh, some, like something like the Puritans wear. But I mean, like who the fuck wants to wear that? Aside from the fact that it's incredibly hot and uncomfortable, and stupid looking right i mean i guess nowadays it'd be something closer along the lines of overalls and flannel right i mean you can wear like an ascar fire suit but i mean even overalls and flannel are still they're still not like the like i mean i was actually thinking about this while I was at work because I, I read the article first thing this morning so i had a long time to think about it i mean and and not and without any without any um you know meanness they're literally 
I cannot think of a single piece of clothing that is strictly American or American, culturally American only. Like you have, like, so I guess like the, the history of, of this particular subject being, being brought up is that there was a girl, I know that Stephanie probably wanted to talk about this one earlier, but like the, there was a girl that wore a prom dress that was a Chinese dress. And a lot of people lit up this poor child's Twitter feed because she decided to post pictures of herself wearing this dress. You know I mean, and you know, she looked great in it. Well done. It's a great dress. Cool. I appreciate that. I appreciate that you appreciate that. But then they're tearing her apart for cultural appropriation. You know, the guy, the, the some some asshole says online, "You, know, my culture is not your not your prom." Yeah, it actually is. That's the thing about America. I mean, like we, you know, we, every culture is our culture. Right. I mean, like, I mean, that's, that is, but that is the beauty of it. And and now, but now we're in that, uh, we're in a weird place historically, like as Americans right now, because we have, we have, we want mutual inclusivity to every facet of American culture, unless you're white, (laughs) in which case we don't want you to touch anything else. If If you are, if you are American and you fall under that under that racial bracket, we want clearly defined racial barriers. Is what I'm getting from these articles, where these people are getting all nutty, pissed off about it. I'm like, but it's just clothes. I mean, it's just a dress. I mean, I don't. I mean, like that's that's crazy to me. That's something I agree and disagree on. Um, it's not just that. I mean, if you talk to um, people of other races. Um, I mean, I know, like, there's certain races that hate other races other than white people, like, exclusively. It's like... Absolutely. Like, Vietnamese people hate black people, or... I'm just throwing out examples. I don't know. But it's like... This isn't football. It's not like we're playing for the same team kind of thing. We're we're people. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's not like, you know, you can choose... You can choose not to be a Jets fan. You can't choose not to be Korean. Or, right or russian or whatever i mean you know whoops sorry guys i didn't mean i didn't mean to roll a russian i guess i'll just have to off myself <laughs> right i mean it's like what, what do you do i mean you do nothing i mean and it, it's crazy that like we you know the same people who scream and riot and throw things and break shit and set stuff on fire for this egalitarian utopia are the same people that are upset that someone wore a dress that happened to have like a cultural reference question mark i mean it goes back there's nothing new under the sun so you can literally never wear anything that has probably not been influenced by some other culture at some point i mean that's how we thrive as the human race is we share right. <laughs> so this idea of cultural cultural appropriation and then bordering on racism because this girl's being called a racist and I'm like, no, it, I mean, if she said that this dress was stupid looking, you know, you'd have more to stand on, but she's wearing it. Right. Like she's you wouldn't wearing it like for her final prom. You wouldn't don an attire of somebody else's race and be like, oh, look at me. I'm an idiot. You know, <laughs> you don't do that right. shit. <laughs> you like, do it because bird, bird, bird. you appreciate, you know, the style, you appreciate, you know, the, the, the background for it, the, the, everything that goes with it. You, you appreciate it. And for you to be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to take this to prom. Like, it's, you know, no big deal. Like, 
Oh, I'm gonna take this to the to fucking circus. No, it's your prom. It's something yeah, big. It's she, important. She picked something really big, and she picked a really nice dress to to sh essentially showcase this particular uh, fashion style. And to me, that's fine. I mean, I guess like the difference, the real big difference between appro cultural appropriation and uh, appreciation is the level of outrage. Because I mean, like it's also intent. I mean, like if you're if like you know, like you sh like let's because it sounds like something that like. I guess like a a thing that would show up like in Jackass, but like if you went to like a, a Black Panther rally wearing like an, an African caftan, you know, as a white person, and we're like shouting out a bunch of slogans, that's making fun of people. Right. That's cultural appropriation with with intent to. I mean, it's not slander, but make fun of. Be harmful in general, yeah. Right, but I mean, like if you if you wear exact same thing with the intent of I enjoy this, I like this style, I like this look. I mean like I don't I mean like I don't know, maybe it's just because I don't feel things can be culturally appropriated, generally speaking. Uh I mean like if you like it, then you like it. I mean like if you if you don't like it and you and you're wearing it and you're just trying to be a douchebag about it, it's like it's not hard to figure out that you're just trying to be a douchebag about it. Right. I mean it's and... pretty it's pretty clear actually. And even if you did, like, who the fuck cares? I mean, it's not like that dude on Twitter in his freaking computer chair or tweeting from his phone just sitting there fucking eating his Cheetos is like, you know, you know, I, I, I originally, I was one of the founders of the Chinese race, so, uh, <laughs> you fucking just happened to be there, you know. You were genetic, born there. Genetic forefather. Yeah, it's like you have no. You you don't get to speak for all Chinese people. You don't get to speak for your entire race, and that's what pisses me off. Is like you get these groups, you get these hate groups. They decide, hey, we don't like anybody else because they're all X Y Z. You name it. Uh, label mm -hmm. here, label there, and we're the superior race. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, and and it's like. I don't agree with you. You don't get to speak for me. <laughs> like, like I read a, yeah. a, a response to that article, and it was a Chinese guy, and he's like, "Look, as a Chinese guy, I feel honored that that person would want to uh, don something from my culture for something as as important as their prom." Like, go. Sure. He's like, "I thought this was fucking America." Like, <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, and that, and that's the thing. I mean, like you know, as 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 an American culture, like I said, we have no we have no specifically American attire. Stevie says. Leggings and yoga pants, which two parts. One, I actually would unfortunately agree with that. Two, two, uh, I God bless whoever made yoga pants. God bless you. You need uh, you need to be canonized. You are a saint. Yeah. <laughs> and she also thinks I think part of the issue is the picture she took as well as some of the questionable poses. Some people assume that they are making light of the culture from the poses in the group photo. Yeah, but who cares? I mean, like, okay, I mean, but how do you, okay, how do you make light of an entire culture? You know, I mean, like, it, it, I mean, how do you make light of an entire culture just by simply making, like, a pose for prom? I mean, unless, like, you were holding up signs, you know? Uh, I just can't imagine, right. like, how you, how, a, and, and moreover, she is one out of an entire group of people. I mean, do you like so? So then, by by extension, do you take like a giant, you know, group photo of your construction worker company, and the dude that's white way back in the back that happens to be starting dreads because he thinks that they're cool and convenient? Do you look at him and then you're like, 
him, him. He hates Africa. <laughs> right there. No, you make no. Up to the front. We're shaving your head. I mean, how do you pick one person to like to represent like you know an, an entire idea of what we're trying to say? You can't. <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a lot of supposition in, well, in that that single idea. You just don't. I mean, that's the solution, but. Kyle's saying, assuming that things for the right to be offended, hashtag welcome to 2018. It it happens. I wish it wasn't like that. I mean, I mean, it feels like it's gotten way worse. It's gotten way worse because everybody has a fucking voice because of all the social media, but <laughs> it happens on both sides. I mean, it doesn't happen. I'll, I'll be honest. It doesn't happen so much on the right because they have, they're very specific <laughs> about what they want. It yeah, happens with everybody are. else because, I mean, it's, it's just a struggle between both. Um, it's like, hey... I feel like you're misrepresenting me and it's like I ain't representing shit like I'm just doing my thing and you're taking it as something personal which check your ego like you know yeah seriously I mean like look you know I'm an I'm a giant weeb you know like mm -hmm. I'm huge one could actually say that I am I I could effectively be a representative of the otaku culture you know I feel like when I bought my my nudie body pillow that was like my entry ticket into the the depths the the real deep depths of otaku weeaboo culture and if i see some like you know kid wearing like a naruto t-shirt selling drugs i'm not like no 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 you you come here you you can't do that you're you're you're, you're ruining my entire culture just by you existing and doing whatever i mean i don't know and to me like that doesn't that's not a thing no it's 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 Arm, it's armchair criticism. I'm gonna sit here, get you from afar. I don't like that. I'm gonna tell you why. Fuck <laughs> off. Who are you? Why. I'm gonna make up a reason why I don't like that. You know, um, yeah. Stephanie says, but it's only specific cultures as well. A bunch of white Americans wear sombreros for sake of tomorrow, and no one cries cultural appropriation. They are wrong. now. Though. They are now, though. I mean, like they are actually they? are. I mean, like I just read this article where uh, a doctor, Doctor Mahawade, uh, who is does cultural studies, shock, talks about how basically anybody whom is Caucasian who uses any other cultural reference in any of their activities is racist. And in the wrong, like this girl, for example, is is you know by his definition, supernaturally racist because yeah. it's also subtle. And if you're part of a you know like if you have a Cinco de Mayo party, if you have a Mexican party, if you have a if you have a get together and you're in uh, you're in a a Greek uh, chapter, help me frat house, and you wear like a toga, you know cultural uh, cultural appropriation. You <laughs> you can't be part of a, a Greek house and do anything that's vaguely greek question mark even though like you know you're called five theta cap or the fuck they are now right right pick a, pick a random pick a random greek letter and let's go for it well i mean it's it's everywhere dude and my thing is is people are getting I, here, here we are i mean and i'm gonna say we're a little bit guilty of something as well and saying that we're we're grouping these people like the people that are mad and it's like, it's not they, it's that guy and maybe a couple people that agrees with him or that chick, you know, like, and it just somehow catches fire on Twitter for some reason. I think because of the audacity, because of how ridiculous it is, and people are on both sides, they're like, hmm, 
I'm gonna pick this side and go make some popcorn. You know, it's like I don't think that it's a huge deal until somebody's like, I wonder what kind of shit I can stir up today. Like nobody I, would generally care until somebody's like I don't like that. What do you guys think? You know what, now that you say that, uh I I, I agree. I agree. I agree to an extent mostly because you know, I, I I would like to believe that that's true, but I think that right now in the in the in the the height of the nation that we live in, where there's this subtextual culture war that's being played out mm -hmm. like almost nonstop in social media and in uh, I guess traditional media, where people are being spoon fed teeny tiny bits of information, and then we decided more or less. Uh, on a whim or at random that this is super important and we need to crucify the people involved in it. And then they, they don't just pick a side, but it's like, why is this even being discussed? I mean, like, especially like as like the, as, as multi in this particular context as multiculturalism has been the, the foundation of, of American society. Right. So then it's like, okay, so then you have somebody who is, doing something that's chinese flavored okay great the fact that that person has anything or is interested in anything that is chinese flavored it just kind of goes to show you you know the the overall um interest that america has in other nations right. even though like a lot of people decry like xenophobia like all, all at all times but like i think a lot of people don't even don't even really realize how deeply multiculturalism has affected america in a positive way that's why whenever like, you know, they're like, oh, we got to get the Muslim man. Nope. Goes against the founding <laughs> principles of America. I, I strongly disagree. I, I disagree with the, the concept of it. So, I mean, it, it's stuff like that yeah. where now for some reason we have like this, you know, up until this point, you know, we've been, we've been interested in including everyone, but now we want to go in the opposite direction. And I don't really know why, but then at the same time, you have this going on where we want to pick something minor and blow it up into something major and it's nothing it's truly a storm in a teacup but then you have the various sjw groups picking up on it and it's just another thing for them to run down the halls with their little tiki torches and start setting each other on fire over actually that'd be kind of cool <laughs> <laughs> i'd be okay with that i'd like to address what both collins stephanie said Kyle says it's only going to get worse. Uh, Stephanie says it's not a huge deal. It's just the loudest uh, uh, stream on both sides. The rest of everyone else in the middle is like, shut the hell up, please. You're not wrong. You're both not wrong. And I don't know where it's actually, like, where the tipping point is because as far as social media is concerned, that's only getting bigger. I mean, people are getting more and more engaged in social media. Back in my day, we just had MySpace. You know, but, you know, now there's Facebook, there's fucking Twitter, there's Instagram, all this shit. And it's giving everybody a soapbox. And it's a combination of soapbox and anonymity. So, sure. The it's basically of the couch. Yeah, it's basically saying, I can say whatever the fuck I want. And nothing bad's going to happen to me, <laughs> you know? And mm -hmm. that's not okay. I mean, there's, there's a reason for consequences. I mean, you. You talk some shit against a certain person, certain group of people, you're going to get your ass kicked. Why? Because you probably shouldn't have said that shit. I mean, there's, there's a reason why before social media came around that it wasn't so bad. It's because people, 
Hold on, I'm lagging. <laughs> but Robot Neil is really cool, though. I and we're back. To take over the world. Sorry about that. I'm, apparently, I'm lagging. I thought it was Frank. Um, nope. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was there was a time when it was not so bad, and it's because you had to actually mind your p's and q's. You had to think before you talk. You can't just jump on Twitter and say uh, slavery was a choice. You know, shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. So yeah, it is gonna get worse, and I I don't know when it's gonna come to a head. I I don't know if it already has come to a head. I'm concerned, um, but I don't know. I mean, we <laughs> uh, we we as a we as a human race. I mean, times have changed. <laughs> so it's gonna be interesting and also heartbreaking to see how bad it gets. Steph says there's also a disconnect of human empathy because they're capable of hiding behind the screen so they can be as rude and crude as they want to be in open society, it's hidden, but it's bleeding over because more and more people are sharing those skewed views. Well, yeah, I mean, you get in what's called the, uh, the echo chambers. You get one person with an idea. Usually it's somebody that has some sort of influence on Twitter or any of these places. And then people that like them whether or not they agree, they like them. They gotta agree with the message, too. Otherwise, you can't like somebody you don't agree with. I mean, so then you get a group of people saying, yeah, yeah, not yeah. Every, not everybody can be me and Neil. <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean, you know, anybody that can think for themselves in general. I mean, you look at you look at Kanye West, for example. Okay. He's imp he's imploding right now. Okay? He's got a weird head. Um, The guy, like, I, I actually enjoyed his first couple of albums as, as a rapper. But he crazy. His head looks like the bottom of an eggplant. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't look at him that long enough to to make. I just like, I see him because I see him because he shows up at because we have to use Internet Explorer so it works. So like I have MSNBC and every time I click on it, for the past couple of days he's been on it because he's a huge asshole. And I keep looking at him. I'm like that guy's got a weird fucking head. <laughs> I mean, he looks like he has like a thyroid problem. Thyroid problem. <laughs> It does. I mean, because it looks like he got fat. Like his head, like just his head is fucking huge. Okay, so empathy is dead in humanity. You will see a feel-good story one in every seventy-five on social media. Why people feed off negativity? You're not wrong. Misery love company. I mean, right. I don't. I don't think empathy is dead. I actually think that anymore. I don't think it's anymore. I don't think empathy as a as a human condition is any more uh, detached than it was than it was you know ten fifteen years ago. Let's just say, for example, because that's when we're like the social media is really starting to take off 10, 15 years ago, let's just say. But I think that the the sensationalism of a of a of a not feel good story is unfortunately taking off. Because like when you see you see like a thing of, you know, look at these puppies jumping in water and like nobody gives a shit. But then you see like, you know, this child got hit by twelve pieces of glass and was turned into a fricassee. You know, it's like, oh shit, you know, oh my god, I gotta look at that. And and this it gets you clicks. I mean, like so until like we get to the point where we actually are able to, I guess, vet information or vet stories or make it so that you know, uh, we we can put a limit on. I don't even know how you do it, but some some way, you know, I don't know. I mean, there's no there's almost no way to do it just just to without being able to infringing on freedom of the press, free speech, because I mean people have the right or the the right or the ability 
to say whatever they want, even though it's douchebaggy. Right. You see, that's kind of interesting, too, because now that I think about it, between what you and Al just said, um, taking both views into consideration, um, you know, it's a cynical kind of thinking that saying human or empathy is dead, but I can understand why you would say it. And then as far as Frank's concerned, it's, it's a little bit of both. I mean, you think sure. about how it was before the social media. I mean, you really only associated with people that were decent to your standards. So nowadays, you don't really have that much of a filter anymore. You can't just pick and choose what you see because shit comes up at you all the time. Mm. You know? I mean, back then, all we had was the news and what they wanted to show us. It wasn't the news plus all these assholes and their opinions on it. It was just the news. Right. So, so now we have that, and we can't avoid it unless we just turn off social media, which some people choose to do, and I kind of don't blame them. I've kind of gotten that way, too. But it's kind of hard to promote our channel without using social media. I I, lo- I literally only look at our Twitter feed. Yeah, I mean, I mean like that that's that's as social media as I get. I look at exactly what we have on our Twitter feed so that I can make posts about you know upcoming stuff that we're doing. And other than that, I, I don't I don't use it. And it's for that exact reason because like I get tired of you know it doesn't really matter who I had on my uh, like right, I have Facebook. I mean I still have Facebook because people communicate with me periodically on it. But I mean. It, you know, I'm not one of those guys that's like, like, I'm I'm so hipster that I don't even do I don't even do social media. No. I mean, I don't I'm Facebook. No, I don't do that. No, I, I mean, like I have it. You know, and I use it for communicating with people that otherwise wouldn't be able to communicate with me in any other way. Right. But I mean, I don't I don't scroll through the newsfeed anymore for that exact reason. And and I have like, I don't think that I would ever be able to like unlike enough stuff to be able to get like a lot of that garbage out of there because mm. there are some people that I, I am regrettably on my friends list that can't help but feel compelled to constantly share negative shit like nonstop. Right. And I, and I feel the same way. Like I've, and not only that, like you can't just detach from those people because I, I won't lie. I was, I got caught up in it too. When I first got on a face, I would get on my little soapbox and tell you how I felt about current, current events. But then I'm like, why though? Who cares? Who cares? Really? I mean, does it mm-hmm. make me look like a good person in the end about how much I'm bitching about this? I'm like, how about we come up with solutions? And, you know, I started thinking about shit like that. But then I started looking at everybody else's stuff, and it was very similar. You know, and these people, like, these are close people to me. They're my friends. They're family. They're people that I genuinely care for saying some really messed up shit that I want to just tell them they're wrong, but you don't want to start a feud with your family or your close friends. You don't want to fight somebody that already has their mind made up and is not willing to hear more than what they already feel is correct. Um, and you can't just unfriend them because they'll get really pissed at you. You can't do it. I mean, you can, but you actually care about those people. So in caring for those people, you don't want to hurt their feelings. So what do you do? Uh, I just don't look at Facebook anymore. I don't. I really don't because of all that. Because of all that. I mean, it just because you can speak doesn't mean you should. Maybe you should uh, leave it to the professionals sometimes. Like, I mean, I know there's a lot of idiots out there in politics. I know there's a lot of idiots out there in the media. But how are you qualified? <laughs> you know? Maybe maybe show me some credentials about your journalistic abilities or maybe show me some credentials as far as, you know, your skill in law or, you know, any kind of politicking. 
No, you're just a dude on a couch, reading, watching the news, reading what people fucking spoon feed you. All right, you know. That that was one of the things that I one of the reasons why I ended up getting off of um, Facebook because especially during the um, the the time whenever they were like you know oh we're gonna rip down all the statues. Uh, I mean I made the mistake of getting on there and I just kind of like well I'm like yeah hey, I was gonna flip through and I see some people saying some just truly ignorant shit and I'm like okay well I feel compelled to make a response. The problem was that my response was also in the form of like an essay where I cited my sources Stanford style, you know, and I kind of, I kind of made my point and I actually had sources to back it up with. And the guy's like, no, you're wrong. And I'm like, motherfucker, I just listed four history books four bona fide collegiate history books that have multiple essays, the- like thesis is based off them. What, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> turn it off turn it off just i'm st- i'm done I, 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 I mean i just basically wrote you like you know a final essay for someone's phd and you just decide you know never mind forget it i'm not gonna do it anymore. I don't know. <laughs> i'm not doing it yeah i mean so that's that's yeah I'll, I'll read that in a second that's that's the uh that's the cause that's not the cause that's the ability for it to spread like wildfire sure um and if just like we said before on the previous podcast like Merlin, Sam, Sam Neil, and Merlin, just turn the other way. Look away. Just walk, just walk away. I mean, walk it's away. really, it's real. Just walk away. I mean, it's really that easy, and it, and it's, and it's terrifying. It, it, I think, what amuses me the most about the idea of just walking away from somebody's dumbass opinion is how much it actually seems to physically hurt them. Right. And because, like, you know, I mean, even if, you, even if you let it be known, you know, like, like, like all right, I'm done. And then just don't say anything, nothing else about it. And they're going to sit there. I say they because most people tend to do this. They will continue to like try to like bait you back in the conversation, say a bunch of horrible shit, but just ignore it. And you know, you know, it's tearing them apart on the inside. And it is glorious. <laughs> like people I used to work with, they used to try to like you know um, race bait me into a whole bunch of like you know really like super alt righty kind of like conversations. And I'm like, that's an incredibly ignorant way to think and to live your life. But I mean, if you choose to do that, I mean, I can't stop you because I'm not going to like tell you how to live your life because that would be hypocritical with everything I hold dear. So you do you and I'm just going to go and I would leave and they would just be like sitting in the room just yelling about like, you know, well, we the blah, 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 trying to get me to come back and defend my position. And I just wouldn't. And, and I and they and I would be working and they'd be yelling about it and, and I could hear them all day trying to get me back in that room to talk about it. And I'm just not going to do it. I mean, like, they were so butthurt all day about it. It's not worth it. I mean, and that's the thing. Is they're, they're not interested in what you think. They're interested in convincing you that they're right. Right. Every single time. Is, these are not the same thing. I mean, like, what is correct and what is right are, or what is what, what – what someone's way of thinking and what is actually correct is not always the same. And it, it boggles my mind whenever somebody will settle – for uh what is just their way of thinking versus what's actually correct okay kyle we'll talk about let's <laughs> gonna get to it caught all right so stephanie says cultural appropriation is also not just restricted to race lately i've been hearing about say redneck redneck cultural appropriation here i am in there's a huge thing about it because of people dressing and not actually living the lifestyle of what was to be redneck. I mean, it, it, you're absolutely correct. It, it's 
it's whatever is it's whatever um it's whatever is believed to be correct in your area i mean you look at the south you don't listen to country drive a truck and blah 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 i mean people look at you differently you know um you know and back in oklahoma we would have we would have have a it, it was very interesting because we had a, a very small lgbt community there okay but they were very proud they weren't like in your face proud about it they were just hey this is who i am the end let's not talk about it you know but the other people you know the people that were straight and didn't agree with it they were just fucking seething every chance they got they would want to take shots at it like you know and and these are these are decent people too like some of them were very close to me and i really respected them but every now and then they would spout off something like these fucking gays <laughs> it's like whoa <laughs> you know and it's like why what what did he do to you you know i mean it's not right you know it's shit like that and and it, it doesn't matter what the topic is if you've got the group of people there that are just so narrow-minded and their way of life or their collective way of life is where it's at anything different is a threat to them apparently why i don't know it's not like they're fucking waiting outside your house with a torch you know <laughs> like <laughs> just it's okay it's okay i mean i think a little bit of that stemmed from religion um especially that's not right you know blah 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 whatever but I won't go too deep into that. But the it's 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 not a, it's not even really a trend. It's more of this is how I was raised. This is how all the people I know are raised. You're an outsider. I don't trust you. Give him a chance. I mean, give the guy a benefit of the doubt. Yeah, keep your guard up, but be a dick. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Unless his name is Pony Boy, in which case you should feel free to beat him to death with sticks. I want to I mean, obviously kill Pony Boy is what I'm saying because he's a terrible character. I hate him so much. You had to say outsider, and I just I got me going. Turns out that was one of my trigger phrases was the outsiders because I hated that stupid ass book. I love that book. It was so dumb. <laughs> I, my, it was funny because I wrote I had, <laughs> tangent. Sorry, this whenever I, we were, I was in school, they made me read it, and uh, they made us write a report on it about like you know why we liked it. First of all, I wrote why I didn't like it, so I mean I still passed because you know same same. But then my you know my they because we had to write final thoughts, and I said my final thoughts are my only regret about this book is that all the characters lived, <laughs> or I'm sorry, not uh, not all the characters died really, because there was there wasn't enough of them dying for me. I felt like I felt like we probably should have Game of Thrones the place up. You know? Red Wedding, the whole fucking outsiders. I, <laughs> I would have loved it. I would have loved it. I mean, I just wanted like an actual gang to show up and just like and just gun them all down. It would have been perfect. It would have been a great ending to a really terrible book. It would have almost been like an apology letter to me specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so back on a cultural pro um else i mean there was there, there are weird things that end up in in the gamut of cultural appropriation um uh they had a like uh what the fuck is her name uh she wears crazy ass outfits all the time 
Katy Perry. And yeah. wearing a geisha outfit during a um like this. I mean, like it was it wasn't even really like a full on geisha because she she had like her hair more or less down. Sure. And and but she so she's wearing an obi. It's just wearing it's just wearing an obi and obi. No big deal. You know, nothing flary or whatever or, or or crazy. Uh, but then people were losing their mind because she was wearing something that wasn't something white people would wear. And I'm like, that sounds. That sounds racist, actually. Sounds super racist. I mean, like, I feel like I feel like we might be kind of going in the wrong direction on that. Um, same thing. Ah, damn, I can't remember what her name was. It was in one of these articles. I'm not gonna go look for it because it's silly. But hoop earrings, like big hoop earrings. Yeah. Uh, white people wearing big hoop earrings apparently is like a big faux pas for cultural appropriation because uh, that's a black people thing. Ah, so, that's a Latina person thing as well i mean well i, I mean you know <laughs> when it depends on who, look it's like it, it's like going to the courthouse you know it depends on who gets there first so whoever wrote the article first is the True. one that gets to gets to determine whatever the culture the offended culture is which is horseshit i mean it's like you can't just claim a style that is our style you can't wear that. Fuck you. sure you can sure you can <laughs> you can do whatever you want Fuck it, yeah. you can do whatever you want i mean like they're going to anyway so i mean just fine whatever and then uh i guess victoria's secret did a uh uh, a photo shoot where one of the the smoking hot underwear models uh she she was wearing an indian headdress you know and and i guess like the natives you know all probably four of them that probably saw it lost their minds completely and i'm like okay i mean are you really that are you really that upset which is really? okay so i saw this uh reddit post um that's ours. That <laughs> About um, this this photographer, she did a photo shoot of um, somebody dressed up in a full Native American outfit. Mm-hmm. And uh, first reply was, "Please explain to me how this is not cultural appropriation." And she's like, "Actually, this is you know the chief of this tribe's daughter gave me full consent <laughs> to." I've, here's her, you know, Twitter right here. You can ask her yourself, this, that, and the other. Why don't you fucking calm your shit <laughs> before you pull out the uh, pitchforks because everything about this is okay. I can photograph here, shit. <laughs> here's the thing. I mean, like, where, when are we ever, you know, when do we get to the point where, like, you know, we don't have to have somebody's credentials on whenever we decide that we're going to do something artistic? You know, I mean, like, it's like we talked, I think we talked about it last week where, you know, just because like a rapper's never been to prison doesn't mean you can't rap about the prison system. Right. You know, the same thing. I mean, like, so, so, you know, I, I, uh, I've never been, I've never been to Japan and I have, I, I like anime. I mean, is that, is that cultural appropriation? I have, I have t-shirts and items that would be made in Japan in my house. Is, it, is that cultural appropriation? Because I'm like the wrong hue. You know what that tells me? Cultural uh, appropriation is really bad for business. <laughs> it's it, it is. I mean, it is actually the worst for business because then you got to think about like you know all these other. I mean, the, uh, two parts. One, it is bad for business because then those are a bunch of items that you can't actually sell to certain groups. The majority groups would being the majority of this nation, which would be the ones that are actually going to be spending the the high dollar amounts of the money on these particular multicultural items because they don't think multiculturalism is a big deal. I'm sorry, they don't think multicultural uh, appropriation is either a big deal or is really a thing. <laughs> like the sewers, does that mean I can't like the Ninja Turtles? Right? So, yes. you know, yeah, they're green. Like, 
like your poop, you know, your poop screen, you know, you just can't like Ninja Turtles now. Sorry, I hate to break it to you, but you know, you can't infringe on the, the culture of the Ninja Turtles. Of the sewer people. You also can't enjoy pizza. Sorry. That's their, <laughs> thing. That's their thing too. Don't even um, look at them. Don't even look at them. Don't take pictures either because they'll cut you. Uh, so then you have the cult, you have the businesses that can't make anything because they can't sell anything because it came from one culture or another. And get <laughs> back my childhood. But then you have the businesses also that whenever they do make something that kind of like strays into like a a non a non dictated cultural okay, you know, like you can make you can at the present still make t-shirts of solid color. If you go anything beyond that, you'll have to answer to the thought police. And then you know, they're going to slap you in the pee-pee with a ruler. But, you know, so then you have companies like, I think Gucci did it, where they made something uh, that was from another culture. I can't remember what. I'm not going to go look for it. It's in the same article. Sorry, I'll link it later. Uh, where they had used, I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> where they had used an item that was from, I, I believe, uh, the Sikh culture. And, and they were using it to showcase their items. It was an accessory that they were using. And they were unable to use it because of people losing their fucking minds over it. And that one I can kind of get. That one I can kind of get because, you know, turban being like a, a quasi-religious thing right. rather than just being like a, a piece of clothing. So I can kind of give it to him. The problem, the problem kind of comes in where, like, you go beyond just saying, you know, eh, you're right, we probably shouldn't have done that to full-on prostrating yourself before social media and begging for forgiveness and watching your stocks freefall the entire time. Yeah. I, I do not understand that. Like, you know, if you don't, and I always say it, I've said it here like a thousand times, if you don't like it, don't buy it. Not that most of the people who are getting pissed off about it probably would have bought it anyway. Right. Because Gucci is stupid expensive. There's no fucking reason on the planet for you to buy Gucci ever. It's stupid. They should go out of business because their shit's it's garbage and it's ridiculously overpriced. Yeah, I agree. Same thing with all the other high-priced. Did you buy a handbag? Shit. Did you buy a handbag, right? I'm sorry. A clutch. Clutch. You buy a clutch for whatever goes in a clutch that isn't semi-automatic. <laughs> and, and you, it's like 700 fucking dollars. It's like this big. You know? <laughs> It, it's it i mean wh why would you even own that it's Listen, dumb. where else are you gonna put your change in your tic tacs who the f who the fuck <laughs> who the fuck has change i mean like that's true we, so we, we go to lunch here and people are like like you got you got change for five i'm like who what no of course i don't i mean like i don't who who the fuck carries cash I'm like, I, don't, I only ever carry cash by accident. Like I just happen upon it. I'm like, oh shit! Now I've got money. This is this is inconvenient. <laughs> yeah, I I actually dislike actually having. I mean, I have change, and I guess like I have change in my truck in case I happen to accidentally get on a toll road. Uh, but I mean, other than that, I have no I have no desire to keep any kind of currency on me other than my debit card. If I can't if I can't buy it, like, real talk. If I can't buy it with my debit card, I either don't need it, or I'm gonna steal it. <laughs> we at the Desert Island do not condone stealing. <laughs> uh, 
I mean, we don't condone it, but I mean that that's a convenience. Thing. I mean, this is going way off far off, but I think we're ready to segue to a different topic, anyways, because I think we uh, reached the end. Uh, but anyways, appropriation is dumb. The end. You should always like Ninja Turtles, and, but you really, but you really should. You really shouldn't buy Gucci. It is stupid. <laughs> Stop being so damn sensitive. You don't get to claim a style. You don't get to claim your race for you don't get to be the spokesperson yeah, you don't get to be the really, al sharpton of the chinese people you see you're talking you're talking about like you know sensitivity i think that's like the biggest problem is that people are like hypersensitive and they just they're looking for a reason to be upset about shit and i think that's the driving force behind it because like you can't you can't tell people that they suck anymore you know i mean like when i when i don't know i think we talked about this before but whenever like, i got uh had people working for me I was the opposite of that. I was really good to you if you did your job. But I mean, like, if you kept fucking up, I'll let you know you are worthless. Right. I mean, like, I've given you six different things to do, and you failed extraordinarily at all of them. Now you're fired. And it's, and I mean, like, and look, I'm, you know, like, I know that, you know, like, I've, I've had kids that work for me where they're, like, 17, picking their nose and clicking on their cell phone or whatever. I'm like, look, I mean, honestly, you're fired. No, stop. Knock it off. I don't care. When you grow up, when you go out of high school, no one gives a shit. No one cares about you. I'm like, you got to care about you, and you got to be a better you. Everyone, everyone in school and your parents told you that you're great, but you're not. You're a piece of shit. I'm a piece of shit. You're all pieces of shit. You got to make you better than what you are. And you choosing to be a piece of shit rather than try to be better blocks you into being a piece of shit. So, the fuck out of my store. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was gonna say something. That. Go, <laughs> go, Franco. Um, firing people's fun. Yeah, no, that's important. Whatever, we're, we're done. I don't know, that. but have you say it in a girl's voice? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the Bosco voice. You can't do that. Bosco. This is a long day for that. <laughs> oh shit! And my days crossed up. Um, no, back on to. We'll talk back on to digital currency. No. I'm not. I'm not talking about Bitcoin. I'm talking about convenience. Why? Why do we still have paper money? Because what are you going to roll up and do cocaine off of a hooker with? You can't roll up a Bitcoin and try to snort it off of a of a of a hooker's butt cheek. You know, I mean. That it just ruins the mystique. <laughs> Good point, Frank. That's a great yeah. reason for us to sell. Yeah, what are you? Money. What are you gonna? What are you gonna do when you go to the titty bar, right? I mean, like, and you get like some like some smoking hot twenty somethings up on stage, just like dancing her heart out. And you go make it rain with bitcoins. You go throw your fucking cell phone at her. Listen, here's 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 what I got an invention here. I've been copyrighted, so don't fucking steal us, all right? <laughs> so around the stage, gonna have little kiosks, little itty bitty kiosks. <laughs> You're going to have multiple tip buttons, okay? Two of each increment. You got $1, $2, $5, you know? Two of each. You're going to fucking get in there. You're going to stick your chip card in there, just like, you know, getting it all primed and ready, just sticking it in there. And then, when you're ready, if you want to make it rain, you can double tap. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> 
So like like but but still dollars, right? I mean like still paper currency? No, dollars as in it's coming out of your checking account right now. Well, that doesn't matter. That's not the point. And it could shoot confetti. Is, it's, <laughs> it's important for everyone else, you know, that uh that you throw the money in the air so she has to crawl around for like five minutes and picking it all up and everyone gets like, you know, free sideshow and it's wonderful. Okay. Now the only thing I would accept is if you pop 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 have like a kiosk on the side and you plug your chip in there. Is if like it actually shot out bitcoins, <laughs> like an actual an actual tangible coin, so that we could have like the possibility of just having surrounding the stage and then just bombarding somebody with a bunch of change. <laughs> the fun part too about Bitcoin and and things like that is that like you can like be like I've got I've got and Bitcoin, and then you plug it in and you're like, but I'm gonna give her I'm gonna give her one of like some random super low denomination. I'm gonna give her one doge. You're like, <laughs> you're like, you're like bitch, I'm giving you $4,000. Oh, sweet. Flashes her titties all over the place, bouncing them on the stage like basketballs. It's weird. I don't know how she did it, but she did. And they just start like, oh, and she hears it going off, but it's just doge coins. It's like you gave her like maybe like a buck 25. <laughs> Freaking shooting at doge coins and then also throw her a calculator. Fucking figure out the exchange rate, bitch. <laughs> Stupid. Do you, do you still have vendors here that you have to pay cash for here? It's so it's so it's I think as well an advancement of technology and the openness of access to say Wi-Fi, internet, e-commerce. Can you imagine? So like you go to anywhere other than America, and America is being like one of the most technologically advanced uh, nations. I want to say culture in the world, and then you go somewhere not America, and you're like, oh, well, I want this thing. You know, here's my. Here's my thing. Here's my card. Where do, do I swipe I, it? Where do, do I slide it? And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I need you to give me the bill. And you have to like actually give them money. And you're or like, give them live chickens. Well, I'm going to have to just go ahead and die then because <laughs> I have no money. I mean, okay, so I, I don't think that's what it is, Steph. I think that I think people are just cheap. Like, okay, so people in town, <laughs> like here, for example, there was uh, Uncle Kenny's uh, breakfast over there by uh, the bait and tackle shop. Accent appropriation. Look, I can do tons of accents. That's not my only one. Oh, you should get roasted <laughs> for that one. I am. Look, look, two parts. One, fuck you. Two, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I guess that's that then. But anyways, Uncle Kenny's. I, I used to love the food there. At one point, I'm pretty sure they took cards, but towards the end there, they stopped taking cards. And I bet you anything, it was in protest of credit card fees. Because the shop I used to work for, they're like, if they have American... They said, they have American Express. Encourage them to use any other card than American Express, because they charge 5%. MasterCard and Visa charge is like 2.5. So... You don't want to get stuck with a fat fee, so incurred like just you're just being cheap at that point. But I mean that's a whole different topic. American Express is gouging people, whatever. Um, but when I walked into Uncle Kenny's this last time, which was probably like two years ago, they don't exist anymore, by the way. And I'm like, <gasps> I didn't know that. and I'm, I'm like, spoilers. <laughs> um, I walk in there, and there's a big old freaking. It's not even like a sign. It's like a notebook, notebook paper. With writing on it that says cash only. I'm like, peace, I'm leaving. <laughs> I don't have cash and you're losing all your business now, sorry. So so like you so it was a 
you would say like it was a fairly large piece of paper with writing on it that would be put on the on the door. It wasn't a professionally made sign, Frank. You, you know what it they was, call that, right? It was a piece of paper with writing on it. They call that a sign. I'm just saying. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. It wasn't like it wasn't like a like a fucking pre-made sign. It was like I don't want to take credit cards anymore. Let me just write this up. And <laughs> how many how many how many places would make a pre-made pre-made sign that said "Don't take credit cards"? Well, I mean, you Did have. Did you pay for that with your credit cards? You have pre-made signs that say you will take credit cards. I mean, I feel like at this point, if you don't take credit cards, you just really kind of like you You're deserve doomed. what you get. You deserve yeah. what you get. You know, I mean. You just, <laughs> you're going away, son. <laughs> yeah. Like, Uncle Kenny's just passed from us. I mean, that, like I said, the whole convenience thing, it, it goes along the lines with, like Netflix, for example. People want their product delivered to them in the easiest way possible. I pay for Netflix. <laughs> Why? Because it's easy. And sometimes I don't want to know exactly what I'm going to watch that night. You know? I'll be like, hmm, I wonder what's on Netflix. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, there it is. No commercials. Cool. All right. I'm paying for that shit. Guess what? My movie's not on there. I have to, like, get Showtime or, or HBO or something. <laughs> I'm going to find another way to get it. I'm going to tell <laughs> you how. Like, there's a lot of, like, another legal way. It was a sign hung below the 1980 cash register restaurant closed due in part to rising prices of produce and Kenny oh my bad wow now I feel bad thanks Kyle wow uh, no I I just remember going in there I'm like cash only was it always cash only and then I'm like well I guess we're not eating here today that's all I could remember oh what happened where's Frank going did we just in in the Dashley Gentleman. <laughs> What's the singular of Dashley Gentleman? Dashley Gentleman. <laughs> you rude dude. The comedy we've done this. That's, that's all I remember. I didn't know all that. Damn, that sucks. <laughs> all I remember is going in there and I okay. couldn't eat. I couldn't eat that day there because I didn't have cash on me. I would have had to go to the ATM and come back. Oh, no. You had to walk. His ancient enemy. I went to Del Taco instead. <laughs> Oh, that's definitely better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you went from Uncle Kenny's homemade food to Del Taco. <laughs> Savage. Steph says, fruit stands, I will always pay cash for them regardless. I would pay cash for fruit stands so that, you know, never mind. Us small community folks would be screwed if we went to straight digital currency. I mean, because, look, I'm going to be real with you. Kind of sting a little bit. Because your economy is terrible. Hold on. Can you guys hear him from that high horse that he was on? <laughs> no, I mean, you like. Add, don't hurt your neck when you look up at him. Why wouldn't. Like up the sun. Why wouldn't you go. Okay, look. Change my mind. Why wouldn't uh, you go to a digital currency? You're right, Jesus. We're all ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> why wouldn't you? Because you don't want to pay for the infrastructure? Because you don't want to pay for the upfront costs? You don't want to pay for the fees? Why wouldn't you? So the infrastructure. We don't have access to Wi-Fi. So you don't want to spend the money for the infrastructure. I like how like, you're making her responsible for this entire thing. I'm not saying you, like you as a person. I'm saying you as your town. <laughs> <laughs> Look, 
Look, Kyle, you really made me feel bad once. <laughs> He's <laughs> fucking rubbing salt in the wound now. So it's infrastructure thing, and that's fine. I get it. Okay, I, and it, I've I've been in many backwoods small towns that were like, uh, yeah, we we still have uh, you know DSL here, <laughs> and I'm like, so you get three megs down. No wonder why communication between our downtown branch and your branch is garbage. Because you're still cranking that shit up in the back. <laughs> you got like a hand crank? This is how you get your internet. Internet. <laughs> Look, I love you guys. My shit is I give you. I love you all. <laughs> Look, I say, some, I say some horrible shit. But I, I never once, I never once said anything bad about Kenny. <laughs> oh, here he goes. He's distanced himself from me, just I like mean, they did with Kanye. I'm not, I'm not saying, but I'm saying, you know, Stormy Daniels did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Stormy Daniels. Question Why do you think that she would decide to go with the stage name Stormy? Uh, do you think it's because she blows real hard? <laughs> I I'm not, I'm not even going to respond to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I feel for you, Steph, because as far as having shitty infrastructure goes, it's hot. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying that I, I wouldn't be Noah, but I am saying that I'm going to get at least four cubits into that. <laughs> <laughs> um... I feel for you because if your infrastructure sucks in your small town, that means getting to, to watch our show is much more difficult. And I feel for you. You know? I I was talking to the to the people here because we have we're we're presently stationed in a small town. I want to say station because that's what it feels. And uh, we're paying in in in, in amazing amount of money for not super great internet and i'm talking to the, the lady and i was like so this internet's not going to go out right for how much i'm paying it's not going to go out right and she's like well i mean you may have periodic outages you know sometimes weekly and i'm like no no if i lose my internet and i'm paying like a buck 75 a month for like, you know, a hundred or for like 75 down when the IT guy comes out and he just shrugs and says, well, just going to have to wait for it to come back. I'm going to wicker man your IT guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to nail him to the tree in my front yard and set him on fire. I'm not saying, but I'm saying, I, I just feel like you should be a little bit more proactive. Uh, yeah. I mean, how hard is it? I mean, no, it's really fucking hard. I'm not going to lie. Oh, sorry. What was up, Frank? Everyone died. Okay. But we're doomed. Um, it's very difficult to get infrastructure out there, but you know, what, you know what the bad part is? It's already been paid for. Already been paid for by the damn cable companies with our tax dollars. Oh, no. Here he goes. No, I'm serious. We There was a bill for internet in infrastructure. That we all paid for. Guess where that money went? 
not to infrastructure. <laughs> it went into people's pockets. All I'm saying is that it's very important that we all get all of our money to our internet like it's supposed to be. The top 1% are taking everything from us. We have no internet now. Everyone's in the stone age. We're handwriting receipts and we're sending them by carrier pigeon. It's not right. See, I mean, it's not right. I know you're being facetious, but you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, let's be real here. We everybody should have amazing internet. We should all have fiber by now. If they would have done with that money what they were, they promised they would do. And in fact, it was their idea. They're like, hey, they actually fell for it. <laughs> let's buy yachts. <laughs> I think what's aggravating about about the idea of fiber is that there's a fiber line that runs through here, and nobody here has fiber. And whatever, and and we, you know, I found it about because like that's kind of like part of our job. But then like I talked to like the internet people here, and I'm like, and I'm like, what about getting fiber? And the lady looked at me like I was asking about like, you know, should I eat more broccoli? You know, should I eat like some <laughs> salad or something? And, and I'm like, you know what? I can tell by the look in your face. This conversation is going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> you can't handle the burning impression because it's so accurate. <laughs> I mean, that's that's an impression I can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> finally, finally, Neil's not going to be a dick about my impressions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the Hindu Indian one was was pretty racist. So, <laughs> what? That's bad. I mean, it's bad, but I mean, like, you know, I talk I. Look, never mind. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not racist, okay? Not racist. I no, have it's an two Indian friends. It's an appreciation. <laughs> because right. I think it's probably one of the coolest accents. And it's All one right. of the easiest ones. So I think we're good. We're going to do a couple things here. We're going to skim Reddit for real quick. <laughs> All right, so... Still talking about Chinese people wearing dresses. Um, let's see. How are you all doing tonight? I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. <laughs> you got to do the finger thing, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I love how he like he when he talks, he's like he's swooping down. You know, like I'm gonna go into free trade. We're all gonna get the same amount of money for everything else, and we're gonna make colleges free for everything everywhere. And if you if, if your car wants to become a doctor, it can. You know, he swoops into everything. Yeah, like a fucking hawk, dude. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, Brandy Lowe, cacao. All right, so there was this uh, mystery pooper. I think I sent you the link to this earlier. Mystery pooper at a New Jersey high school. Jer or Kyle, you might know this guy. <laughs> New Jersey high school, uh, there was a mystery pooper there. They've been leaving shits behind. Well, okay. I need some background. What do we mean by mystery pooper exactly? Like there's, they were finding human <laughs> shit <laughs> like in places at the school. Oh. The cops found out who did it. It was the superintendent. Shut up. <laughs> oh, dead serious. Whoa, wow. 
I know, yeah. I know, Steph. I, I did. Oh, well, because like I read his, I read Kyle's comment. It was funny. <laughs> I almost died. <laughs> I just want to let you guys know, I completely played. I totally played at Homedale High School, and we <laughs> dogs not out of them. I played on that field like 15 years ago. Wow. I I and played I, on that very field. Now somebody's pooping on it. <laughs> and I saw I saw the article. I'm like, and my cousin actually um, ended up posting it and i'm like homedale high school that's interesting what, what's the article about uh staff members pooping random <laughs> mysterious pooper interesting and i like i was taken back and i was just like huh all right well i mean kind of i didn't need to see that today but it's definitely <laughs> interesting i just wanted to let you guys know i totally played on that field that's that's, that's actually funny that's hilarious. really funny to me yeah, this is fantastic. Bail out. Bye, dude. Thanks for dropping by. I love you. Yeah, dude. It was the superintendent the whole time, dingus. That's that is that is some straight up Scooby Doo mystery shit. <laughs> Literally. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that. But why? We need um, motive. See, now for something like that, it's like you need motive. Well, here's here's the top comment to that thread. I bet he graduated from a rival high school and has been plotting this for 24 years. That would make me incredibly depressed. <laughs> like, if that was actually the answer, like, the reason, I would laugh and then I would be sad. Kind of reminds me of a uh, scene from Don't Be a Menace, South Central. You ever watched that movie? Pretty sure you have. You said you liked it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where, I, I just, yeah. where uh, Marlon Wayne says, he's like, you know what? I'm tired of my black people always being held down. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go get a job. Job at the bank. Yeah. Work my way up the ladder. Yeah. Work real hard. And then after about a couple of years, I'm going to rob them motherfuckers blind. <laughs> Break all y'all sales. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, man. I, you... I, don't remember, I, I don't remember a lot of that movie. I can quote the entire thing. The mad pooper has been caught. <laughs> all right. So that was an interesting headline. Yeah. Um, this week in Reddit. Boom, 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 boom. Wee. <laughs> uh, let's see. Desperate to hire more business open door to pot smokers. It's just like, it's just, to me, I mean, like for weed, this seems like a non sequitur. Like, I okay, mean, yeah, really. Sure. I mean, like, as long as you're like, you don't like come in and you're like scratching at your neck and like, you know, you're. Got like sores all over me. Like, oh man, I want a job. I can, I can be a line cook. No, you can't. You're gross looking, and you freak me out. Well, that's the thing. I was actually gonna say something about that because, like, one of the biggest like um, barriers to that whole scene was like, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna put labels on it. People being like, well, what if a surgeon, you know, got really high, toked up right before surgery? Like, same shit would happen. They got drunk right before surgery. It doesn't right. matter. They're not going to do dismissed. that shit. You know, I mean, like, it's it's the, it's, like, same, it's not same-same, actually, because, like, alcohol is way worse than weed. Yeah. As far as, like, you know, de being debilitatingly uh, inebriated. So, I mean, like, it, it's it's a, like I said, to me, it's still, like, a non-sequitur when it comes with, you know, employment, whether or not you're employed. It's like, what well, I got high yesterday. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> like I am at work sitting at my desk right now and I'm going to buy all the things. I'm going to do the same job I do every day, regardless of like, you know, whether I smoke weed full disclaimer, I can't smoke weed. But like, I mean, like if I did, you know, I, 
you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't inhibit me in any way. You should care less about gaps in employment. Explain. I don't know what you mean by that. I care about gaps in it. Oh, okay. I, I think what she means. I think she means between gaps between um, different jobs. So, like, you know, like he he left this job and then tried to get hired another job, but he couldn't because uh -huh. he was married. So that puts a gap in your employment record. Yeah. Okay. I, I have huge gaps in my employment or my employment because I, I'm contract. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I live with I live with the concept of gaps in employment. Yeah, it's it's like they want full accountability of like every detail of your life. What what have you been doing for the last seven months? I don't know. I decided to become an artist. Shit. <laughs> like it didn't work out. <laughs> now I got to get a job. Like that why is that a black mark on your record because you don't have nonstop work history for the last 10 years, you know? Bastards. <laughs> I would uh, I would tell people, you know, why were you why were you unemployed for 6 months? I became a missionary to an unknown tribe in the Amazon. Oh, well, how'd that work out? Couldn't find him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think we can we can all agree on that one that it's uh, about fucking time. I mean, <laughs> like, why is it such a huge deal? Why was it ever a huge deal? Oh man, we can go on for hours about that. We're not gonna. <laughs> we actually had that conversation earlier today. Thanks, Reagan. <laughs> and Nixon. Reagan Nixon. It was Nixon that came up with the idea, and then Reagan put it into place. And yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know what they need? Yeah. Bernhawk 2020. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to swoop into the primary. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. That's never going to not be a thing anymore. <laughs> okay, here's a good one. Boy Scouts are dropping the word boy from the name of their flagship program. It's pretty stupid. There's Boy Scouts and there's Girl Scouts, right? So, are they like putting them together? I don't know. What do you think about that though? If they didn't, I think that's. I. I mean, I think that that we either need to do the same thing to Girl Scouts, or we need to cancel it completely. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Com I mean, if you're gonna have, if you're just gonna have Scouts, if you're gonna drop, you know, the the gender the gender determiner, then you need to either move them together or you need to get rid of one of them. And Boy Scouts have been around a hell of a lot longer and does a hell of a lot more. So, sorry, Girl Scouts, you're getting cut from the team. Well, that's the thing. Is like, okay, apparently they cut off part of that headline. It's kind of funny. There's okay. more. This is from the USA Today, by the way. Um, bang up journalism. Um, boy Scouts are dropping the word boy from flagship program. Semicolon. Girl Scout shrug. <laughs> oh. That's the rest of it. <laughs> I, I was I was a Boy Scout, so I mean I I went all the way up through the program. So I mean I'm I'm. I mean as as a as a former Boy Scout, I find it extremely disheartening and uh, disconcerting that it would it would decide to do that, because it takes a lot of, you know, we're talking about cultural appropriation, whatever, and that you know things that you do, things that you're part of, being part of your culture. Boy Scouts is definitely part of of American culture. Sure. I mean, it, it's, it's, it has the, you know, the community base, the frontiers and whatever, like you don't have that in any other, in any other country in the same context that you would with the Boy Scouts. So, you know, to take the years of tradition and then to uh, take it away or just to drop it and then just be like, man. Okay. So I mean, here's a little bit more on it. Cub, Scout, Cub Scouts will formerly 
except girls starting this summer. Um, Girl Scouts are still just going to be exclusively Girl Scouts. That's so stupid. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's I mean, that's another that's another mark of fem of of modern Marxist feminism gone completely fucking insane. Right. And here we are and, tearing down a boundary, and you're just yeah, well, we got ours. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's what I mean, and that's really that's really what like the modern feminism's really been all about. It hasn't been about equality. It's been about it's been about subservience. And I think it's one of the reasons why like I'm just I can't I can't get any truck behind it because I'm like I just I don't I don't you know I serve no one I serve my own personal interests because I'm enormously self-centered and hugely arrogant so Okay this is a big one Getting Eagle Scout is amazingly fucking hard I mean it is one of the hardest things that you can do because it takes so long and there's so many things that you have to accomplish in the process to get it like including but not limited to basically being by yourself in you know whatever wilderness environment that you're in so i mean like the ability to go out and survive and not die and then use all the skills that you learn going from cub scouts all the way to boy scouts is really it's really hard so like when you get to be an eagle scout i mean a lot of people are like oh i bet you're an eagle scout yeah that means that i'm one of the baddest motherfuckers on planet you're welcome right because i mean like you know it, it's it's an amazing accomplishment yeah it ain't easy no not that I've ever done it, but I've 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 seen the programs. I've seen people that have gone through it. I've talked to them. It's intense. It's hard. <laughs> it's really hard. So okay, here's a good one. This one's gonna make you really mad. Oh, good. Good. Something we've talked about before, but there's a there's there's a conclusion to the story, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, good. Remember those those guys at Starbucks? I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> here's. Here's how it's going to go down. Starbucks has agreed to settle with the young gentleman. They're going to invest $200,000 to them in an entrepreneurial venture. So they're going to help them make their own business. Because they were trespassing in a Starbucks. And they played the race card. How do you feel about that, Frank? <laughs> you ever sit there and think that maybe Starbucks actually might be one of the most racist institutions on the planet? Yes. Because <laughs> I think I think it actually has managed to somehow actually become more hateful and harmful to minorities than I think any other business has. Yes. Um, I will just say this though, from a business standpoint, they were getting eviscerated. Um, Who Starbucks? Yeah, by the media, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, they were quite the pushovers in this whole situation. But they turned this media outlash into a business opportunity, not necessarily for them, but for themselves. I mean, instead of looking like or at least to certain people looking like they were racist, they've turned it around for a measly fucking $200,000, which is a lot to us, but to them it's pocket change. Sure. I, I mean, I get that. But here's the thing. You know, here's the problem. It's like with children. You know? You encourage that behavior. I mean, you've chosen that now whatever whatever people will do when they come in, as long as you're of a particular shade, you know, uh, that 
you're able to just get away with, you know, whatever, and then you can take them to fiscal task. And, and, you know, no, no reprisals to you. And all you have to do is break the law. And then you get rewarded for it. I mean, (laughs) you're not wrong. And I agree with you hundred (laughs) percent. But that's from a moral standpoint. I don't give a shit. (laughs) No, no, I know. I'm I'm not even talking, I'm not even talking specifically moral, but I mean, like, I mean, a civic duty to be, to be, to set an example. Or not even a set example, just to at least have integrity, you know? You know, I I get the intent, but then at this point, you know, how many times does Starbucks have to get taken to the cleaners and have to give a business venture uh, donation before the government is going to have to step in and be like, look, you know, this is is horseshit. You know what I mean? Like, you, you you are being openly castigated by like an entire section of people that are taking advantage of you for no no particular reason and it's and because here's the thing this has broader reaching social effects than just you know starbucks got you know smacked with the race card it it, because it it's it's taught it's told minorities that business large the larger the business the more open it is to exploitation yes and so then rather than rather than learning, rather than doing, and rather than uh, gaining experience, knowledge, and, and then moving forward, it's given them the opportunity to go, we could just go break a lot at Starbucks. Right. You know, like, well, I mean, like, what? where the fuck where the fuck are we at i mean like what what world are we in now where you broke frank you fucking (laughs) you fucking make money off of it i mean like look i mean last time i checked if you broke the law and you made money off of it it's called stealing yeah it's larceny i mean and this is this is no different to me this is absolutely no different than if you if you walked into starbucks and like rather than just sitting there and being obnoxious and then playing the race card with your goofy little sweat like scarf thing that you don't need then you might as well have walked up and then just cold cocked the lady behind the counter and then just taking this cash register. I mean, because it's, it's it's practically the same thing. I mean, like you're still you're still basically intellectually dishonest in some way, or dishonest in some way, breaking the law in some fashion and then being rewarded for it. Yeah, financially, not even just like you know pat on the back or like uh, or or you get no got a better opportunity. I mean, like they are giving them money. Yeah. It's not okay. Because I mean, they, they could just as easily just take that 200 grand, you know, they, so that, like you formulate an LLC, you split the 200 grand between the two of you, you know, managing partner A, managing partner B, or, or president, vice president, and then deep six the company, and then anything, or buy a bunch of stuff with that 200 grand, go way past the 200 grand, chapter 11, the entire company, and then you reap the benefits on the tax fall. You just made like tons of money for nothing. Just, I mean, you literally, I mean, and you've got a ton there. of stuff. And then you take it to liquidation sale and you made more fucking money. So, I mean, like, what, 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 was, what was the purpose of this exercise other than to show a ton of people that you can easily take advantage of a business? Okay, so I'm reading a little bit further. They both settled for $1 each oh, with shit. a commitment from the city of Philadelphia to set aside $200,000 for entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs. Oh, so it's for like a donate. It's it's yeah. a it's a donation, like okay. an actual not not to their business. Right. Okay. So I read that wrong. I mean, that's what the headline said, but I'm reading it a little bit further. This that's goes back to what we were talking about earlier about media being more or less dishonest. I mean, it wasn't that they were being dishonest, but their headline, their headline, and their 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 top blurb is 
clearly <laughs> misleading. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, like if that's what they decide to do for, I mean, I, I'm okay with it, but I'm also not okay with it because it's still rewarding people for doing, you know, basically breaking the law and they still shouldn't have been even, this, this shouldn't even be a thing, but it is. Oh, whatever. Oh, man. Yeah. Grinds my gears. But, I mean, okay, so it was their choice, the two men's choice, to donate it. That's cool. Good for um, them. I mean, you're still lying assholes, but good for you that, like, yeah. you took your, you used your power, you used your, you know, Shake down. your race card baiting <laughs> to, uh, you know, do something quasi-positive. Right. With, I don't know, whatever intellectual dishonesty that you happen to be feeling wearing hey. wielding let's say the audience got really quiet about this subject <laughs> <laughs> we're Step feeling feeling the crowd all right i think i think we're good man what do you think i you know i'm i'm always good oh all the time we got more more response to that poop video or that poop story <laughs> We we do walk on eggshells with some of these topics, but at the same time, you know, there are also things that need to be discussed. And if you're ever afraid of discussing a topic, that usually is the topic that needs to be discussed the most. Now we try to remain more or less politically ambivalent, and this is kind of one of those things where we would normally not talk about. But this is like a really big deal from like a business standpoint. And then my my biggest my biggest thing is usually um, uh, uh, ethics and moral philosophy. And this was one of them that really kind of pissed me off from all three of those positions, really. So that's why it was one that we ended up talking about a, a little while ago. So this is just like the the capping off of that particular subject. Right. That's that's the resolution for it. I mean, you have to understand from our standpoint. Um, I do enjoy conversation like this. However, podcasts cannot enter, cannot contain me. Oh. Well, I mean, it's whatever. This is not necessarily an open forum, but we do appreciate your feedback. We do bounce off of what you guys have to say. As far as opinions are concerned, as long as you're not hate-mongering, you're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> I mean, as long as you're not, like, asking for the head of somebody <laughs> because you, you're upset, you're entitled to your opinion. And that's yeah, what we, that's where we at. I mean, we've we've danced on some subjects that have been pretty sensitive. We've actually upset a lot of people. Um, we've actually upset a lot of people, even on, within our own group of friends here, because we kind of spoke without any kind of thought as to what it might do to upset them. So we've taken a much more objective standpoint on them. Um, yeah, I do need to get my game in, dude. <laughs> I was going to do it today. But we, we take a much more uh, objective uh, standpoint on it as far as not necessarily our opinions on it. I mean, we can't, we can't have a podcast unless we have opinions on stuff. But, but more so problem and resolution, you know, flowchart as, as far as it, it, we, we, don't, we don't look at... Oh, so and so of this race said something. Oh, let's jump to conclusions and say they were, you know, bad at driving or they're a gangbanger because of the color of their skin or whatever. Like that, that gets us nowhere. So, in in speaking objectively and looking at the facts and and making a conclusion based on that, 
we've found that being able to speak about this stuff is it's a, it's a lot more uh, welcomed by our fan base. <clears throat> when, That's when what we're... she said. <laughs> I just... She's... That's what she said. Jeff says I can't, I, I can't help it. Yeah. Oh, there's an N in there. Sorry. I didn't see the N. Oh. Yeah, so um, that's that's where we're at. I mean, as a podcast in general, to, to be honest with you, when we first started out as Frankenbeans, <sighs> thanks for that, Ryan. <laughs> New Ryan. Um, which turns out there's already another podcast named Frankenbeans. Sad um, face. We well, were incidentally our production level is much higher. Yes, uh, we were pretty hard on on the politics, and we were very cavalier with our views and opinions we were so new we were young children then and uh we we paid for it so we've learned our lesson and we we now know that being so cavalier was something that people hold so close to their hearts it's probably not a good idea in a business idea (laughs) and and in staying as a podcast in the long run, so uh, we um, we we shifted gears on that, and I think we are better for it. I've always been better. It's true. That is true. <laughs> Thanks the talent. I'm I'm just here. I'm just here for to, to hold them on my shoulders. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But sometimes I poop myself. I, I see I love I love talking about controversial subjects mostly because I think that there's something that I find interesting especially like I said from like you know whenever we get into we stray in the grounds of um, political ethical moral philosophies I love that so I mean like I I could carry on for literally hours and have and have frequently done so uh, but I you know I attempt to not do that on the podcast because then you know Neil starts to pass away right before my eyes the soul leaves his body and he's just like just shut up. And I can't. So we don't do that. That's not true. We do that sometimes. Yeah, but in chat though. Cause so I can like type you out like my whole my whole book about what I'm thinking and then you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read it after I'm done eating lunch. I read it I'll I'll read this entire like novella of political thought whenever I get done taking a poop. And I'll respond with a gif. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean it's uh yeah. Steph says I do as well because I live in an area where I am seriously a minority in open opinions. I can get very violent at points. Any sort of social standing in a small community gets pummeled because of your views on certain topics. See, I have had that issue many times myself. In fact, being who I am, being antisocial in general, I think comes a lot from that. Um, because whenever you meet new people, whenever you're in a crowd of new people, or like, say for example, when I moved to Oklahoma, um, Oklahoma, meeting all these new people, and it's like they always said, "Oh man, you're so quiet." I'm like, I just don't know if what words I can say without you guys crucifying me. You know, I I gotta feel out the crowd and bite my tongue until I know what they're okay with. I mean, I don't want to like put out my best shit on day one and fucking 
get tarred and feathered, you know? I mean, so I get accused of being antisocial, quiet, all that other shit, but it's for a good reason. <laughs> I mean, it's not because I don't have the capacity to talk at great length, because obviously here I am doing that. It's because I choose life. <laughs> I choose death. I tend to be, depending on what's happening, I tend to be the opposite. You like because to... I, I I am actually the guy that where someone will like because we we went to um uh we went to a uh, bar in uh, Louisiana and uh, there was this guy in there that was reeling about his particular opinion and he kind of turned around and looked at me and I went you are an idiot <laughs> and that, and he was like <clears throat> and then I you know I'm like now let me explain to you why I think you're an idiot and I and I proceeded to you know, dress him down in front of God and everyone. And, you know, then I got escorted out by my friends who were like, yeah, you know, I think he's actually going to try to kill you. So <laughs> we should probably go. I'm like, well, it's his fault for bringing up a fucking debate. You know, that's all I'm saying. I mean, just because I'm smarter than he is. Doesn't seem to have gone well. I mean, fuck himself. No, actually, it worked out pretty good for me. I mean, for you. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, like you get into these, uh, Heated debates, or even just debates in general, like when you're when you're speaking to somebody or a, a group of somebodies, you have to have a purpose. You have to have an intent. I mean, unless you're just shooting the shit, and if you're just shooting the shit, that's usually about stuff you already agree on, you know, or stuff. It's small talk. But sure. if you're actually trying to be, I'm going to share my views with you. You gotta be aware of the recipient of those views because. You might just be wasting your fucking time. <laughs> I mean, if there's somebody that like is so ignorant to the fact that they they get their news and their information from one source and one source only, and you're not it, it's them that's trying to persuade you at that point, and no other way. So why why bother? It's not a conversation at that point. It's a, a speech. Sure. So. Sometimes that's how I feel whenever, like, I, I talk, when people ask me a question that's, you know, either politically charged or, or has to do with anything, um, like, on a, on a subject like that. I feel, because, like, I, I feel like I approach the subject in, in from so many, I, I can I can cite so many sources whenever I'm saying something that people tend to just sort of sit there and just stare at me. And I'm like, I feel like I'm just, I'm preaching. And I don't want to preach. I want to, I mean, like, you, have an, you had an opinion whenever we started this, and now you're just sitting there staring at me. I mean, we're not we're not having an opinion anymore. It was just me talking. Right. Hey, look, so, I know I know I'm a minister, but damn. <laughs> Steph says, well, that also brings up an interesting topic as well, because no one wants to debate civilly, which is super sad. I enjoy civil debate. See, that's that goes along to our number one complaint, uh, which is education, um, and not just practical education. Education as to why education is important. <laughs> I mean, like. You have to know why knowing things and knowing more things is important, not just being spoon-fed shit. So if you don't have that grasp on on the education and getting more education, you tend to act like a caveman. You don't, you don't agree with me? Well, I'm going to punch your lights out. Let's result to physical violence. I mean, I can't beat you in a one-on-one uh, you know, verbal uh, interaction, so I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> like, 
And, and when you get down to the, you know, swinging and the grunting and, you know, um, I'm going to kill you with my ignorance, it's it's caveman-like. It's And what were caveman-like? They were stupid, uneducated, because there was no education. <laughs> the only kind of swinging and grunting that I accept is in the bedroom. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I read on Facebook that one time that... Uh, a uh, something something abortion clinics. <laughs> <laughs> abortion clinics are actually the devil's den, and uh, that's where they take the uh, the unbaptized and they uh, they turn them into zombie monsters. Keep, True story. Keep, keep it alive. We have to harvest its brain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think. Or if you're camping, primal tendencies while you're camping are completely acceptable because there are sometimes there are things outside that just need to die. <laughs> With my bare hands. <laughs> With my bare hands. I mean, not like my bare hands, but I mean like hands. Of a bear. Okay, got of it. Of a bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, let's wrap this fucker up. Well, thank you all for watching, listening, all that good stuff. We appreciate you. Um, I appreciate you. Thank yeah. you for hosting, Neil. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being the talent. You know what? You're welcome. So. What can I say except you're welcome? Because I know Kyle's still listening to the show. <laughs> we'll be doing this again next week, like normal. Um, we'll also have VTM on Wednesday, so please join us. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook see all the pretty artwork that Jeremiah has done on both our Twitter, Instagram all three Twitter, Instagram, and uh, our website www.dastardlygentleman.com No, oh, baby, come back um, and shoot us an email if you want or send us a tweet we'd be happy to hear from you and tell your friends tell your family members and if you have, su- if you have suggestions for topics that you want to hear us talk about that you are interested in our opinions on just, you know, do the same. Let us know because it, it helps us because we want to talk about stuff that you guys want to talk about. Absolutely. Until next time, we shall see you later. Bye. Hold on. Look at this photograph. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. <laughs>